So, who knows the Haggadah? You say you know the Haggadah? You've been reading it for years and have been doing Pesach Sedarim your entire life? Okay, so maybe that means you, quote-unquote, know the Haggadah, at least on that superficial level. But I want to challenge you to go just a little bit deeper and see what you really know. See if you know why it is we do the things that we do in the Haggadah. Even the most basic order of the Seder. If you will tell me to get the kids to ask, I will say, Lo dayenu, that will not suffice for me and us here at the database. So as long as you are now here, let me welcome you to the Who Knows the Haggadah Marathon here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. The Who Knows series is a brand new Shir series on the podcast, a fun one in which we take a list of various Torah items and try to analyze them, see what we can glean from them and learn from them. And of course, the sheer concept was derived from the famous Pesach song, Echad Miyadea. So how, during the Pesach season, could I not dedicate at least one sheer to Pesach? And of course, with that, we have decided, I have decided, that we're going to do this mini-marathon on Who Knows. We will begin that marathon with just the basic Seder, the 15 Simen Seder song. So with that, I pose the question, Chamisha Asar Miyadea. Who knows 15? Now, you might say, well, I know the 15 steps of the Seder very well. In fact, there's a famous song for it. See, I know them very well, and I'm sure you know them as well. But... One question we can ask is, why do we need this song, this poem, to identify the different parts of the Seder? Isn't it pretty self-explanatory? And if you are going to entertain that question, would you ever entertain the possibility that maybe things would be done in a different order? You say, hey, I know the order of the Seder because I know the song, but could you envision the Seder being ordered in a different way? What if I told you that according to the Rambam, there's a different order, and that the Rambam would not be able to use our little song? So let's quickly go through the actual song. We'll go through the steps of the Seder, try to get a little bit of a bird's eye view of it. Identify, not just sing the song, but identify what each part of the Seder actually is. And then we'll figure out if the order sits well with us. And then we will be able to return to the question of why, in fact, this song is very important. Beginning with Kadesh. Kadesh is Kiddush. Okay, great. We've identified what we do during Kadesh. Now that, of course, is the first cup of the four cups that we drink on Seder night. Urchatz. Okay, we're starting to wash. Well, not exactly. We are washing, but not the typical washing that we normally do. We're about to wash for karpas. Karpas is our appetizer, at least the most push-up shot of karpas. Even if it's to get the kids to ask, maybe they're asking why we're eating an appetizer now. Maybe we're eating an appetizer now because it's going to be a long time before we really get to eat something. And of course, there's other symbolisms to karpas, but the most basic explanation is that after Kiddush, we're washing just to have an appetizer before we get to the story, which is magid. But of course, we can't do magid yet because we have to do yachatz, right? That's how the song goes, right? Karpas, yachatz, magid. So if that's the song, then of course, we have to do yachatz next. However, according to the Rambam, we don't do yachatz next. Oh, okay, well, again, the song doesn't work for the Rambam. So then why are we doing yachatz at this point? So this happens to be uh, based on the Gemara and Pesachim, which explains what is the purpose of breaking the bread altogether. And 
according to one approach, it's because this is a pshat in lechem oni. Lechem oni means a poor man's bread, and a poor man's bread has to be broken. Okay, great, but why are we doing that now? Why don't we do that before we eat the matzah? Right, just like you know, right after we right after we wash, we'll make hamotzi, and then we'll do yachatz right at that point, just like we do on a regular Shabbos. And maybe we could even break the bread before we do hamotzi. This way, we are showing that it's a broken bread, and of course, that's what the Rambam does. We don't hold that way. We hold like other opinions that says that no, we have to break it beforehand. So according to the other explanations, so for example, the Bach says that we break it earlier because when we say halach ma'anya, we want to identify it as the poor man's bread. Oh, okay. Well, you could still also do that later, right? Unless you, unless you assume the halach ma'anya is definitely describing it as a poor man's bread. The other pshat in, in uh, Lechem Oni is that it's the Lechem Sha'onim Malav Devarim Harbei, that it's the bread upon which we say many words. In other words, in order to tell the story of, of Pesach, we have to tell the story of the matzah. In order to tell the story of the matzah, the magid and the halel, as Rashi tells us, that we have to sing the halel and we have to tell the story of magid, of Pesach, over the matzah. Ah, so now we can understand maybe why our minhag is to break the matzah before magid. We have yachatz and then magid. Okay, great. So far, so good. We've now put two them together. It's the poor man's bread and the bread upon which we say a lot of words. We do that, then magid. Okay, after telling the long story, then we get to wash. That's rachza. Okay, great. Motzi matzah. So we have making hamotzi, then we have eating the matzah. Works out really nicely. How come there are really 15 steps? I thought that motzi matzah is really, isn't it really only one step? Right, we've always known it as 15 steps, but if you count the motzi matzah, um, if it's one step, then there are only 14 steps of the Seder. Oh, so the answer is actually a halachic difference. Motzi is when we say the bracha have hamotzi, and you do that holding all three pieces of matzah. We have the top matzah, the bottom matzah, and in the middle we have the smaller piece, right? Not the afikomen that's being saved for later, uh, but we have the small broken piece that's in between. You make the hamotzi on all three. But then, when it comes to the bracha of alachilas matzah, it's not just saying hamotzi and then eating matzah. It's saying hamotzi, and you drop the bottom matzah, and then you make the bracha of alachilas matzah, and that second bracha is a second step. So you have the bracha of hamotzi, you have the bracha of alachilas matzah. They're being done not completely on the same pieces, because we, we change it up before the bracha of alachilas matzah, and then we get to eat the maror. Right? And we have matzah and then the maror. We are having in mind all the different symbolisms when we eat this. And this is obviously done before we get to any, any, any other eating. The first eating we do is the eating that, that's the symbolic eating that reminds us of all the different things that we're supposed to remember from the Pesach story. But then, of course, we have korech. Why? Well, of course, there's another opinion about how to do the Karban Pesach. We have the minhag nowadays as a zecher to that minhag, or to that, to the, or to that, perhaps halacha of how to observe Pesach matzah and Mar, and we do the matzah Mar sandwich or the matzah Mar wrap. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to wrap for you right now. But the matzah Mar um, connection, which is the combination of the matzah and the maror, and then we get to our shulchan aruch our meal. So we've washed, we made we made hamotzi, we've. Um, eaten the, the, the marah with it, we've done different variations of it, now we get to eat. So naturally what's next is going to be that we bench, right? Oh wait, not yet, we have to do tzaf and we have the afikomen, 
right? Because um, we have to start the meal with the matzah. We got to end the meal with the matzah. It's it's a matzah meal. Um, so of course we gotta we have to end with the matzah, the afikom, and this is the last thing you're supposed to taste is the karban pesach. So the matzah has to be the dessert. Therefore, we have tzafim. We have now found the, the the missing piece. Then we get to bench. Great barech. Then after that, we do what they did in the times of the base of Migdash. We sing hallel. We you know we we, we um, then we of course have the conclusion of nirtza. Okay, so that wasn't so hard, right? So again, just to, just to run through it, we, we, we did Kiddush, we washed for an appetizer, then we, um, we uh, started to tell the story by first taking out the bread of, of the hour, uh, the bread of the several hours that we spent on the Seder, then we tell the story, talking about into the matzah, as it were, then we get to wash for real this time, we get to actually do the motzi and the matzah. We get to eat the bread. We get to make the special bracha on the on the special bread of the night. We get to do mar with it. We get to do the other variation of matzah and mar. We get to have our meal. And then we get to finish the meal off with the matzah. Then we bench on it. We sing afterwards. And then we sing some more at the conclusion of the Seder. So what is wrong with just saying it the way I said it? Why do you have to have it in a song? And I would say the simple answer to that is, well, everything I just listed, as accurate as it was, is quite complicated. It's quite complicated to get everything down just like that. You know, we have a concept of yaknahaz, the simon of yaknahaz, any time that uh, Yom Tov um, falls out on Motzei Shabbos, it tells us how to make the, the Kiddush that night, infusing it with Havdal, infusing it with Shehechianu, all the different things you need to know. So if you know Yaknahaz, Yayin, you make the Bracha of Hagafen, then you make the Bracha of Kiddush, right, the longer part. Then we have the Nair of Havdalah. Then we have the, the, the Hay of Havdalah. Arhamavdil bin Kodesh Lakodesh. Then we have the Zman, Shehechianu. So you have the entire Yaknahaz, and if it's Sukkot, it'll be Yaknahazel, right, with the, with the Leishev Basukkah at the end. Um, I don't know if, uh, how many people called it that other than Rabbi Moshe Mir Weiss. But that being the case, we know that there's this concept of having simonim to remember things. And, of course, our opinion of how the Seder is, is, is done follows the order of Kadesh Urchatz. So, yeah, it's not just a song. It's a simplifier. The whole point of Kadesh Urchatz helps us remember how many of our kids would not be able to know and how many of us might not be able to know what in the world is supposed to be next at the Seder in this really complicated um, endeavor if we didn't have the Simonim outlined for us in such a beautiful way? And we have so many songs to remember what the Simonim are and what a service they do us. So next time you're singing Kadesh Orchatz, just consider what it would be like if we didn't have Kadesh Orchatz. Consider how you might have reordered them yourself, not knowing any better what we should be doing. How to remember that we say Kiddush, then we wash for an appetizer, that we take out the matzah first to prepare to tell the story, then we tell the story, then we wash again, then we do two different parts of, of making a bracha on the matzah, having the marah, doing the other variation of matzah more, having the meal, having the matzah dessert, and then benching, singing, and then concluding. You know, again, next time you do that, you get to you, you, you appreciate how you don't have to remember it the way I just said it. You could just remember it in a very easy and enjoyable song of Kadesh Orchatz. But uh, that that overview, I hope, already uh, enables us to appreciate the simanim just a little bit more and appreciate why those simanim even exist in the order which we mentioned them. 
I also hope that they might have whet your appetite for a little bit more on the Who Knows the Haggadah Marathon, which you can catch if you stay tuned here at the database. Of course, if you enjoy Sherem like this and others on the podcast, you want to partner with us with a sponsorship. If you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. Of course, that is also the same place to reach out to me if you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you'll find links to every uploaded shear and even streamed shearim from the archives. But until next time, wishing you an early Chag Kasher and thank you for joining us here at the database.